It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. More, more Super Bowl preview stuff next yeah. Wednesday or next uh, Thursday. By the way, um, speaking of the comedy show, and I know, Mike, you want to promote it, and we want to promote it because it's six days from now. I was Eddie, our man Eddie sends me a direct message and he goes, do you need some jokes for your intro at the show? Am I doing some sort of intro? Yeah, You're you introing him, yeah. You were, well, you weren't here yesterday when I told everybody. Yeah. You were going to introduce me. <laughs> oh, by the way. Oh, by, by the way. Oh, by yeah, the way. Yeah, right. even know. I, yeah. I was like, okay. I, didn't, I mean, that's fine. I don't mind. Yeah, but well, I just... This came about on Tuesday. Me and Polk had a meeting. And okay. then Jay's going to introduce Polk. G's going to introduce Anthony. And you're going to introduce me, Bull. Yeah. So, okay. All right. You don't, need, you don't necessarily need jokes. Like, you could just... Be like be yourself, but okay. You but but you joke, can get your money off though. Yeah, you can roast me. I mean, I'm gonna roast all you guys. So all right, good. It's fair game for everybody. I'm not introducing you, and I'm still gonna roast you. <laughs> Please, because it's gonna be a great set. night, folks. If you haven't bought a ticket already, all the money's going to charity, right, Mike? The Greater Cleveland Food Bank next Wednesday, 7:30 start. Love it. The whole UCSS crew is gonna be there. It's gonna be a blast. I show you the graphic, but tag boards being a pain, and then you know what? Right now, so it's still broken, huh? Yeah, Anthony, hit it again. Let's see if it's working now. Nope. I'm saying hit it again. again. Is he sick? I, I get an image of him back there going, Punch bang you. Yeah. And I got some other breaking news for you guys. We'll yeah. Guess who's back? And it's not Bull. Wow, I don't know. PCC. Oh. PCC is back. Ah, ah, they Are you want looking for a job huh? with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer yeah. in Northeast Ohio. All locations of get PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Only PCC is back. Only PCC <laughs> is back. <laughs> I'm going to give you credit just because you back. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that was beautiful. You got that a nice white dress and a party on your confirmation. You know, Billy's your go-to guy. Love Billy. I do too. Did you see him when he was here a couple of years ago at Progressive? Uh, no, I it saw him here once. 17 or maybe 18. No, I'm taking my son to Madison Square Garden this July. Oh, oh, it's going to be his first oh. Billy Joel concert. That's the Mecca. That's where you want to see him. That's the best. Lord. Wow. Uh, floor seats. He does like a month every summer one there a now, month, doesn't he? One, no, every, once a month every every oh, month. Okay, once he's a month. Gonna, he's doing one concert a month at the Garden every month till he doesn't sell out, which will never happen. Right. Uh, and then he does other rant. Right now he's touring with... Um, Oh, what's her name? He's doing. Oh, gosh, I can't think of the the, the singer, my, famous singer, my lord, older singer. But um, anyway, he's Shania a, Twain. Sh- no, not no. Shania. No, an older singer, a rock Cher. singer. Cher. Just look up Billy Joel's concert. You're just hey, hold on. You, I'm just you know, you know, Cher go with this like but Cher, like Cher of that age. Cher's always dated young men. I mean, like, I'm, it's like, like it's so crazy. <laughs> now, 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 here's the, here's the problem. Like, yeah. Billy Joel, I'm like, I'm over here. I'm like, man, that's just a difference. You know, shout out to y'all, man. Yeah. If I go to a concert, there's, there's, there's people talk about guns. <laughs> yeah, no, there were no guns at the Billy like, Joel there's concert. There's no guns at the <laughs> Billy Joel concert. Like, I'm going to, they're talking about selling white through the postal service. They got bricks of, 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 of legal contraband in their trunks, moving it in the trap. <laughs> yeah, Billy Joel, that's crowd, what we much had. different crowd. Yeah. I, the yeah. only 
You've seen him, right? I've seen him about ten times. I think he's the best. I've performer seen him and Bill and I've Bruce Springsteen. Like to, you know, I've not seen Bruce. I'm Bruce not a big Bruce fan. Bruce. Hold on. Yeah, I That's, like Billy better than Bruce, but Bruce does a great uh, show. Impossible. I don't. I don't, don't want to go Tyvis Powell. There's, yeah. there's only one great performer, and that is the most electrified Michael Jackson. There's well, no, he's not with us anymore. Uh, he's no longer with yeah. us. I mean, but, if I could, but see, I never saw Michael Jackson, I, and I didn't so either. I but, know. but to, to G. Bush's point, yeah. One show, dead or alive, you could go to see right now. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Wait, no, no. This is one of the questions for tomorrow. This it is? is? Uh, no joke. Someone legitimately sent this that's question. That's oh, Wow, that's uh, nuts. Because we stumbled we, upon we, this it. Is, this is a this That is legitimately one of the viewers. Jay, you're not here tomorrow. So if no. you want to answer that, you give us an answer. Well, we will answer it tomorrow on the show with everyone else. I'm, I'm very excited because my son's never been to a Billy Joel concert. He's first it, one. Man. I'm going, it's me, my son, and my best friend that went... He and I have gone to a bunch of Billy Joel concerts. Went together for the first time in 1986 when we were 15 years old at the Garden. And the three of us are going together. I bought four tickets because I wanted to have a buffer seat. And we're on the floor. We're beautiful. You guys probably didn't take a picture of the 1986 show. We did, stupidly. I I wish wish we had. Guys, I didn't either. I look back at my childhood. I I don't have pictures because guys... We never, we never lived in the that. moment. No. We never yeah. had cameras. Now, today, obviously, with our phones everywhere, it's easier. Yeah, but those but, days, no. Man. And my buddy, who's skinny as a rail, we're like Laurel and Hardy, he can still <laughs> wear, he, when we, he and I went to see Billy Joel like two, three years ago at the Garden, he was, he wore the concert shirt. The concert me. shirt from when we were 15. Oh, my God. See, yeah, that's what, how skinny he is. This is what I respect. I respect, see, the thing about our artists, I'm talking about urban, contemporary rapper, hip-hop, R&B. See, y'all, y'all support your artists. Like, you could go Billy Joel or the Eagles or or Led Elton Zeppelin John. or Elton John. Right. They can go to places and they can do the oldies and they can sell out and they'll, y'all be a Well, artist. so does rap and urban. Like, if Dre does a show, yeah. but, well, you can't a, get a ticket. And, well, and he is the Billy that, Joel. Billy Joel I mean, hasn't that's been a, that's a hippie. Like 30 years. That's and, and I hope he doesn't because yeah. it's never it going to live good. up to the old yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I support your artists, bro. Like they, like they can sell out forever. Yeah, you're right and, about and that. And eat off that, and it's a meal ticket. And, and I, I appreciate yeah. that about that. I yeah, love it for sure. And we got one more thing before top five. As always, we just got to remind you guys about memberships. We have a new perk tonight Ooh. for coaches tier members. If you're a starters tier member, it's one ninety nine a month. You get the loyalty badges, custom emojis, community only posts on the members tab for coaches tier. Four ninety nine a month, less than sixty bucks a year. You get the overtime video, discount codes for merch tonight. Jason Lloyd, while watching the Cavs Grizzlies game, that it doesn't seem like John Morant's going to play in another superstar oh, no. resting yeah. in Cleveland, which is a bummer. But even without Ja. Jason is going to be texting some updates throughout the uh, oh, good. throughout the game to members of that coaches tier member uh, coaches tier park through Haymarket. So Jason will be kind of answer a few questions, but he's going to be engaging with the audience throughout that game. So okay. make sure you guys nice. sign up to be a coaches tier member. All right, you guys ready for some specific penalties? Yes, After we the are. The yes. that was Tuesday, Jay. To and explain the category, these are the five most painful penalties for a fan base for a fan base okay yeah you can take this stinger mike and this comes off what happened with the Bengals. joseph asai is not on this list i figure i go five other ones but i think i'm gonna have a couple that you don't remember and i'm sure jay bull you guys have some that i don't remember so with that in mind number five is actually a no call the pass interference no call in 2019. The blatant pass interference on Nikhil Roby Coleman against the Saints that sent the Rams to the Super Bowl. It was the most obvious pass interference in real time. Even yeah. more obvious in slow motion replay. Yet they did not throw the flag. You can make an the argument Rams. that's number one. Yeah, it led to their it led to them changing the rule, and then, making pass interference reviewable, and then they 
canceled the rule the yeah, year later. Right. But I think the reason I'd say the only way a penalty can be more painful to a fan base is if it actually costs you a Super Bowl trophy. Which this one, is on the list. I know it is. But this one, the, the reason I think it could be higher than five is because oftentimes there's two sides to every call. Yeah. You know, even the Bengals call. I did hear some some people that were maybe delusional. Yeah. But I heard some people saying, in that spot, you don't call that. It, nowhere in the rule book does it say this is a penalty if it occurs nah, between stupid. the 25s. Right. Yeah. It, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, but this call, fa- both fan bases were like, oh, that's past interference. I mean, immediately. Yeah, it was an obvious it call. Was, they just blew it. It's non-negotiable. <laughs> like Even the Miami-Ohio State uh, national championship pass interference. There were some Miami fans right. that said, God, as much as I hate to admit it, and there were some Buckeye fans that would say, oh, God, no, that's not pass interference. But with this one, 100% of the people, to your point, they changed the rule, yeah. and it single-handedly kept the Saints from going Jay, to the Super Bowl. Jay, why, why don't you have to get together? If, if, if I make that call as me, we can help up. You and Bull are like, hey, listen, bro, I know you was closer, but that was definitely passing yeah. interference. We might want to do something about that. And then you come back and say, we're picking Here's up. Here's the flag. Yeah, 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 we're passing interference. Yep. Why, why would, like, I just couldn't understand for the life of me why that was not an option because everybody in the building knew what it was. That's, they just that's what I've said for years. There should be a replay official. There should be nothing that's not reviewable. Anything obvious that can be corrected right away should be corrected. I, I agree. agree. But Do you want to know why I put that at five, though? Yeah. It actually wasn't a penalty. So we're talking about the most demoralizing penalties. It actually uh, wasn't a penalty. Well, so, technically, well, technically right. shouldn't be on the list then. Yeah. But it was so demoralizing that I made the exception of part <laughs> of the list, but I wouldn't put it at number one. All right. Well, don't, don't give me mine pretzels. Okay, Bull number, would make a hell of a defense attorney. <laughs> he would. Uh, number four. This is against the Browns. This one hurt. Do you remember the pass oh, interference on Matt Stafford's remember. Hill Mary in 2009? Hank Poteet called for pass interference after the interception in the end zone. There were zeros on the clock. An interference in the end zone puts the ball on the one-yard line. Matt Stafford throws a game-winning touchdown. And more importantly, it ruined Brady Quinn's coming-out party. Bonus right. question. Do you remember who Brady Quinn threw 40-yard touchdown passes to that day? He threw multiple. He threw two. Do you remember the receivers? Oh, wow. 2009. Brian Rubisky. Incorrect. I'll give you 30 seconds because these are, these are, these are tough names. Not, I'm, not, I'm very, very. It is not coming to me at all. Man, 09. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Muhammad Massaquire oh, oh. and Chancey Stuckey. Yeah, I would, you, I, I, I'd forgotten he even played for the <laughs> By the way, do you know do you know um, Muhammad Massaquire was refor- forced to retire because he had an ATV injury and lost his left hand? I didn't, I didn't know that. that. Yeah. That's ATV. like JPP to the second level. Lost his whole hand? Lost his whole hand. Wow. I didn't realize that. Wow, yeah. He had, his, he had a brother that played uh, defensive end at the University of Virginia, too. Man, he that's did. incredible. Yeah. Um, 
Wow. Okay. That YouTube, was a little tidbit. That's the YouTube <laughs> hole. That's like YouTube spiral right yeah. there. That one. That that penalty was. I mean, it's insignificant, but just the the fact it's the last play. Well, it's memorable because it was yeah. it killed us. It also happened to the Lions. So against we're gonna the have Packers. we're gonna have at least two on this list because I know there's another one that you damn well better have on there. Okay. No, it is. Uh, but it actually happened to the Lions too. Do you remember the famous Hill Mary that Rodgers threw against the Lions? Oh yeah, I do. Do you guys remember yeah. that that actually wasn't the last? Oh, it was the last play of the game. But it Didn't shouldn't they, have been. There was a face mask that yes, forward. I do remember that. Moved that moved them 15 yards forward. Yeah. But the, not as The Lions have had a couple. Remember the Lions were playing, um, I think it was the Packers, and Megatron caught that touchdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just made us change the way. We don't what's know what's a catch. We don't know what's a catch yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's a catch. Because no, he not. got pushed out of bounds. Oh, and that's another thing. Went with okay. Catching, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Number three. It is ridiculous. Holding on Dallas in 2010, Sunday night football. Dallas was down 13-7 against Washington. Tony Romo had a miraculous scramble, ran in and out of the offensive line, dipped, dodged, weaved, ducked, and dodgeballed his way into the corner, throws across his body to a wide-open Roy Williams for the game-winning touchdown, except he got called back on the most ticky-tack penalty you've ever seen for holding on the left tackle. I don't remember that play. Unbelievably ticky-tack. remembrance. Very next play, Romo gets absolutely clobbered, sacked, the game ends on Sunday Night Football, and it was one of the best. How could Jerry, that be uh, top five? I don't even remember. One that of the play. best Jerry she, Jones walkouts. She who remembers of all time. everything doesn't remember that play. Mm, um, I don't remember. I, I do remember it, but it was. It, it's not in a memorable setting, and I know that that Browns Lions one really wasn't other than us. But the only Romo one I remember was the the worst way you could the lose is the botch snap. Yeah, the oh botch snap. Oh, that hurts you. That just. Romo. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that one. That one's demoralizing though because he made. An unbelievable play for the touchdown. Yes, that just got negated. It's right. one of the greatest plays. What was that the never worst counts. loss for the Cowboys? That or did Dak Prescott run last year to, to end the clock? <gasps> oh, that's, yeah, that the, was the terrible. clock's more demoralizing. I think the clock was more Ooh, demoralizing yeah. too because he's your leader. You just—he's a veteran. You're like, wait, you don't know that you don't have. You, yeah. Also, it was so head scratching as to why they'd even call that play. In the I know. First place, and I you know. can literally question. I every actually part about thought it. they had enough time to spike the ball, but they. They, well, if you remember, there yeah. was it took inordinately long to get the ball yes. spotted, and yeah, that yeah. was also part of the issue. Yeah. It felt like it was that was an eternity. You just when you're watching that clock melt away, I know <laughs> there's nothing you can do. It's like the watch you're watching the last seconds of your life. You're just like we're, we're dead, we're all dying. We're, there's nothing we can do here. What's number two? Number two is something I was introduced to this year when Dwayne Rudd threw his helmet oh against the Chiefs. I. Did not know this play existed. Oh, it was before oh. my football, really, memory of it. Right. But watching this back, I watched it with Director Mike and Anthony and Earl, and I saw Earl's soul leave his body. Yeah, I can't look yesterday. at that video. Director Mike walked out of the studio. He yeah. was like, I can't watch this. And I know I'm not a, you know, a lifelong Browns fan, but when I saw him leave and I saw Earl turn white, I was like, okay, that's it. This has to be on the list. Yeah. I mean, that, so number two. If you had to make a list of like the top five plays to sum up the Browns, that's on it. Is that that like sums up the Browns? And another right? penalty was when Orlando Brown was it Orlando Brown that took it off the eye. Zeus, yes, he got hit. took the flag. You know, they had that little bean bag went thing right in, in it. His mask. And the flag went in his face mask, hit him in the Blinded eye. Him, didn't and him. damn near cost him his career. Yeah. He, he and then he choked him out a little bit. We were like, what? <laughs> Why is Zeus doing? Don't do that. Yeah, you're not allowed to do you're that. You're not allowed to do that. He was like, but he was pointing his eye. I think the most Browns thing, Bottlegate is a is a Bottlegate. Bottle, I, I mean, the whole thing with the staff infections. Yeah. It, I, you know. 
We are a bad novel. We can go on. We're a bad novel. Order for end. They just keep writing new sequels. The Kellen Winslow motorcycle wheelie. Like you just see him shatter his leg. Like it's just. Oh my God! What's your number one? So number one, before you take it, Mike, let me paint you a picture. Imagine being in a Super Bowl as an expansion franchise. You just tie the game up with a minute and one second to play. You are on the precipice of going to overtime, and John Casey kicks the ball out of bounds to give Tom Brady a short field to set up the game-winning field goal from Vinatieri. I do remember that. That Mm. had to be the most crushing feeling for a fan to know. You were right there. A minute left, one timeout. And you give them the ball at the 40-yard line. I cannot think of – and I can't wait to hear what your number one is. I can't think of with the stakes, with the situation – a more demoralizing penalty. Yeah, well, because it was the Super Bowl and Brady was still early in his career. It was their second Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, he wasn't Brady yet, but he was fast becoming that. But you knew when the ball went out of bounds because you've seen it before. I, I, it's the equivalent of the squib kick. Yeah. You're like, why are you changing what you're going to do now? Right. They didn't, yeah, why? And then the team gets the ball at the 40, and they complete one pass, and then they kick a field goal. You're Two like, plays, they were in field goal range. How about plays. we just kick it into the end zone, and they get it at 25? Maybe that's an idea. And the crazy part about it is, Ming Nuggets, see, that ain't even the number one. The tuck rule was devastating. It wasn't even a penalty. No, that was just an official's that, call. Like, that was yeah. a call. That was a ruling. But... We had never seen that before. We no. was like, no, that's a fumble. It's another they, one they changed the rules on. They recovered, and they lost. That's ESPN a did a series that – I can't remember the name of it, but it, it said it was – they were disproving myths or they were replaying history in certain ways. Like, what happens if that call had been made correctly? Right. And their, their whole show was Tom Brady and the dynasty never happened. Mm. You, you like that? I remember I don't know seeing about that. that. But well, I believe was that wasn't before their first Super Bowl. Yeah, it was their first. Okay, it was, was their first. first Super Bowl. I think the reason they made that argument was because Drew Br- Brady became Brady later in those playoffs. Yeah. And their point was, if their season had ended, rightfully so, and the Raiders had moved on, then Drew Bledsoe would have come back as the starting quarterback the next year. He's part of yeah, and right. maybe. He's rusting away on the bench for the next four years. Tom Brady could have been looked at as Brock Purdy because. Or what if he's traded and, and he never gets to hook never, up with right, Belichick? Right, right, yeah. right. So it's the, the, the premise of the series was kind of like looking at history through the prism of one moment. And if that moment had changed, how history might have unfolded differently. You never know. By the way, the Cooper <laughs> Cup, the pass interference they called on Logan Wilson last yeah, year. Yeah, that was a bad one. Woo! Anthony used that picture, incidentally, when we did this on Tuesday. And I thought he did it intentionally, but you weren't here. So, And, Jay, what was yours? You said you had one that I wouldn't know. Go back to 1986. It's the wild card round of the – no, I take that back. It's the divisional round of the AFC playoffs. The Browns are playing the Jets, and they're down 20-10, to and there's 3.50 to go in the game. I remember seeing this. Go ahead. It's second and twenty four. Bernie's taking a big sack on first down. Second and 24. Bernie throws an incompletion, and after the ball is out of his hand, Mark Gastineau brings him to the ground. And by today's standard, it wouldn't even be, you, know, you would never even hesitate. Boop, that's a penalty. Mm-hmm. But the, obviously, they've changed the rules to protect the quarterback since then. The Browns would have been facing a third and 24 with 350 to go down 20 to 10. Instead, 
they get an automatic first down. Bernie drives the Browns, who had done nothing offensively all day, drives them down the length of the field. They score a touchdown to make it 20-17, to 17 and or a field goal on that drive to make it 20-13. I can't remember. But then they got another late touchdown late in the game. That game goes to overtime, tied at 20. It goes to double over, double overtime, tied at 20. And the Browns win early in the second overtime to advance to the AFC Championship game where they would lose, of course, the heartbreaker on the drive to the Denver Broncos, the first of several AFC Championship game losses for them. But literally, G, if that play isn't called, the Jets are going to the AFC Championship. I remember game. watching that. You said you, I, I was too young for you that. You were probably very young. But yeah, I was in I was in the YouTube time machine, and so I looked up that game because of the fact that I was looking at sack guys and, and dudes and and, and Gastineau was and, one and, of the sack and, kings. And Gastineau, like for a dude who you don't really look at it back then, you got Taylor, you got White, you got uh, Green, Kevin Green, you got Chris Dolman. You right. look at uh, all those. So then his name hits, and I'm like, who's Mark Gastineau? Like, so I'm watching this. This happened about ten years ago, and I'm watching the game, and they even at the time was like. Ooh, that's kind of questionable. Like it was then. that they was like, I don't know about that. Like, and he he was he was wreaking havoc in that game too. Oh, Mark Gaston you know, was one of the best pass rushers of that era. Yeah, and it, so and, and I'm looking at it because it was one of those things. Was Harold Carmichael still playing for them? He may have been. I can't uh, remember, but he may six, have been the six eight guy. Yeah. Uh, but he, I looked at it. I'm like, what a weird way for the Jets to be in that mix because at the time in the mid '80s. You didn't think of the Jets as one of those teams. No. But I, it, what caught me also is the fact that the Browns are, are, are playing these games at home. Like, you look at that game, you look at the Bills game, the Browns actually had a good enough record where they were hosting they these games. They hosted the AFC Championship Hosting game. these games. I'm yeah. like, wow. I'm I looking know. At Ole Miss. But, yeah, that back then, that was a run-of-the-mill. That was – that happened every play. That yeah. Was not it, and and Gastineau said – and this tells you how much the league has changed. Bud Carson, after the game, was asked about the penalty. And we always kill Kevin because he just doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But you know what Bud Carson said about that play? Yeah, that was a stupid play. Like, you don't see that you now. Don't you don't it. see guys talking about other players in oh, that vein. Oh, they don't never. They don't ever. Like, I think coaches have gotten it down to a science where they don't talk about their players either. They don't talk no, not, they not don't only their, their, but they those players. So now, not only do they not call out their own players back then Bud Carson was like yeah that was a stupid play oh they used to go they used to I, I think back then I, I think what, where the hell bull go you, what, did he go to the bathroom do, do, peel back the full curtain so we we're gonna do I think I think and we're gonna wait to do I think I think till bull gets back he he came back and looks at us and goes guys I gotta take a deuce <laughs> no, we didn't. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. And kidding. you're calling him out on air. We could, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching to cover for him. And he, he gets in my ear and says, "Hey, man, we got to call out Bull right now." <laughs> Listen, Bull can't take ten days off and not expect to get the normal treatment. Like no special treatment for ten days off. Just, he literally is dropping a deuce in the in, in the middle of the. We just, show. we just, uh, yeah. We hey, just hear talking about coaches calling people out. <laughs> It goes, it goes full call out on the 
man's on a man's digestive system. Hold on, hold on. Listen, we have busted on Tyvis and Why Jason. Why do you just take a camera in the bathroom right now? No, that, that's HIPAA. I'm not going to violate HIPAA. But we have talked about Jason and Tyvis leaving to use the bathroom. Jason offered to buy Tyvis a man diaper. On okay, listen, he doesn't know that we're having this conversation. What do we do to call him out when he comes back? Do we act like we covered for him, and then we just say, Bull, yeah, where no, have you de- been? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so and then I'll ask him, Bull, do you want to start with a, uh, question one or question two yeah. of I think you think? Yeah, yeah, listen. <laughs> He's not- I mean, we got to do something. I- hey, Bull, you, you got to drop the news on something? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bull, I- something really smells. You got a take working or something? Hey, man. I told- I'll leave it up to you. I told- yeah. I'll leave it up to you. What I would do is act like we Anthony, covered no, for him you can't the whole go in time. There. Oh. You'll die. Anthony stood up. I thought he was really about to go do something. <laughs> what, Anthony? You want to go in there? No, a- Anthony's getting more water. Uh, hey. Also, Bull can't mic himself up, so when he comes back, Anthony's going to have to help by, mic himself By the up, way, just so. to give you... Oh, oh you know what? Then, then here's what we do. Um, go, go get a piece of toilet paper, and when you're micing it up, reach down and stick it underneath his shoe, and then I'll say, Bull, what the hell is on your foot? And we'll make it look like he walked out with a big stream of toilet paper. Or you could be. Will that work? Let's try it. Yeah. Let's Anthony try it. says no. Anthony doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Anthony, I'll take the heat on this. I, I, you know, this. <laughs> there's, actually, there's only one stall in the bathroom down here, so he can't there, go in there's there. There's a second bathroom in there that no one's ever in. Yeah, no one's ever in there. Just, just to get toilet paper. <laughs> We're, be, we're telling him to go in the women's bathroom. Hey, it'll be it'll be Listen, the, it'll be the first day to be a woman in Anthony, there. <laughs> Anthony, I'm telling you, if you want to knock on the door to make sure no one's in there, do that. But no one ever uses that. You have to use. It's uh, a secondary locker room for everyone that knows. Uh, I'm done yelling off mic. Okay. Uh, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing any of this. I'm just gonna sit right here until Bull gets back. <laughs> I think that would be the best. Amen. I mean, to, to put a long string of toilet paper, or you know what, you could say, Bull. Did you wash your hands? You got something on your hands. <laughs> but, hey, man. What is hey, wrong with all of you today? See, I, look, look. What is wrong? Did you miss him that bad? We did. Someone put in the YouTube chat. Hold up. Someone put in the YouTube chat. Bull finally took the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Shout now, out to With that, I'm that leaving. Now, here's, you know the crazy part about it. You know the crazy part about it is, you know, in our bathroom, we only got, like, one stall in there. So, it'd be like... It's like you be trying to give people common courtesy. You just like, hey man, um, y'all loitering around a little bit too long. <laughs> yeah, or just give us a courtesy flush. Yeah, yeah. Also, here's the thing, Bolden. You know, th- this could be a quick one and a long one. We have no idea. Like, how He's long? Probably did, in there watching. How long on, did he expect us? Yeah, he probably is actually. He get Bull. You're definitely watching, you dirty dog. But. <laughs> You know what? How, how when he comes back, I could go film? like this. I could go like this when he comes back. Yeah. Oh, he's here. <laughs> there it is. That Febreze. Here he comes. So anyhow, Gastineau was called right. for the roughing the passer, which I thought was <laughs> the, you know. Wow. Where have you been? You good, dog? <laughs> you straight? I mean, you want to know what? I had to drop a deuce, man. <laughs> I washed my hands. <laughs> you think I'm an animal? Oh, hold on. Oh. Hey, some Febreze in here. Hey, man. You know, that's, that's a, can I say something? That's a yeah. first. I've never been on a show where somebody left, drops, dropped the deuce, and came back. You know, the crazy. Really? I never have. It's I, never happened. I, I watched a documentary. Don't tell me. Ask me why. I Whoa. watched a documentary about a person who had to take all of his clothes off to take a deuce at all times. 
So he had why to it was just like it was like uh, some sort yeah, of OCD. Sweatshirt off. Oh, yeah, yeah, but for me, yeah. I wear suspenders, so yeah. I got to take my shirt off too. See, my dad wears suspenders. Yeah, my dad wears suspenders too. Here I got it. Why does that mean you have to take your shirt off? Just because it's, it's back up, here. It's hooked up Can't you just disconnect it from the That don't work like waist? that. Much, it, much easier to take the T-shirt off than take the suspenders off. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, you'd be in there. You'd be in there. It'd be a whole process. By the way, I don't know if I've ever told the story on the air. I once did an inning of play-by-play in Jamestown, New York, while on the crapper. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes. How did you see I don't know if that's possible? ever been done. How did you see the game? It just so happened. Maybe it's the only field in America. It certainly was the only field in the New York Penn League. You could see the field. There was a bathroom in the press box two doors away from where I was doing play-by-play. And I was – my first two – I did three years of play-by-play in Batavia. The first two, I was solo. Third so year, I had another guy. nobody in the booth? So it, was, it wasn't like I could hand it off to somebody else. So I had a situation like this where I couldn't wait. You know, I, I thought I could make it to one about 20 minutes ago, and then at some point I was like, I can't make it to one. You didn't even say anything. You just got up no, and left. Yeah, I was like, if I wait another minute, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> Bull, I love well, your transparency. The whole time, by the way. I got, yeah. We didn't what? tell anyone anything, we promise. Lies. Yeah, well, no, we filled. <laughs> we yeah, did. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Everybody's got to take a crap. I mean, so wait a minute. Yeah. I, got, I got to get the story so, yeah. on the how you, 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 you left the door open and you could see the So, field? no. This, for whatever random reason, assuming this field is still around, because it was when I was working there uh, 30 years ago, it was old. Not 30 years ago, 25 years ago, it was old. They, they happened to have a bathroom in the press box that had a door, a window to the field. Wow. Wow. That's so I, what I did was between, right before the inning, I was like, I got to go. I opened the window in the bathroom. I, I usually use the headset mic, but what I did was I took my field, crowd mic that I, I would hang out this microphone on a wire that I used so as a crowd mic. ambient crowd noise. Yes. Yeah. I pulled it up. I swung it two doors down to the bathroom. And, used and I did an inning on the crapper. That's, that's amazing. A full inning. That's I don't know amazing. if that's ever been done by anybody else ever. I will assure you that has not. <laughs> Jay, how, Jay, how long have you worked in TV? 30 years, 35 so, years. Bull has worked in TV for nine months now. Yeah. And he's done two things that in nine months I've that you have not seen in 30 years. He threw up on air. <laughs> yes, yes. And he left to take a crap on air. You've never seen <laughs> anybody never, leave to take a crap? Never. Now, now I've always worked on two-hour shows and typically. With commercial breaks. And yeah, yeah, right. Things. Commercial breaks. And, you know, you can, you know, you can wait some, yeah. most of the time. Now, I know you've done five-hour radio shows. Yeah, this has been a co- So a pro- it probably happened where you're like, Dustin, if I'm not back. Right, I'll go with the break, and he'll yeah. cover a couple of minutes. Now, but I, so, but but in the in the medium that I've worked in, it's right. always been you know, I, I'll be quite honest. I've never yeah. worked on a show where, you know, we we've had guys leave, go take a leak. I mean, it's you know, it's yeah, it's two hour show, whatever. We're, um, we're wild and crazy like that. But I are. I literally had no choice. <laughs> I literally, I mean, I had no choice. I had well, to go. I so wish that there was. A, a, a still image video of you sitting on the crapper. Here's the two two. Oh my god! I pro- <laughs> you know I have a box in my house of cassette tapes from my play by play days. Do you think that you have that game? I don't know. 
But well, I, you, I should search through it. it. That'll be an overtime special galore. Oh, please bring one of those <laughs> and in. This, I, we played at Jamestown a lot, so I don't even know. I don't even were know you if I remember. Grunting? Was there any? Uh, I don't any, think so. We tried to be. <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, so, hey for me. <laughs> Hey, Whoa, it goes a long way. <laughs> hey, Febreze, get a hold of me. We yeah. got some business to talk about. Febreze should Bro, be sponsoring this show, nobody. Honestly. Come on, shout out to Febreze, Potpourri, <laughs> Aerosol, See, Candle this Wicks. Is, this is the kind of <laughs> stuff real. that we don't get when he's sick. That's, That's right. That's Jason Lloyd could never take a crap no. in the middle of a show. Tyvis Powell? Not a chance. No. I don't even go in public places. I wait Dude, at all times. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. At all I don't, times. Gene, trust me. At I all do, times. I do not like going number two in public. And, oh, but no. Yeah. I had no choice. Oh, Sometimes, no. if, if, you know, if nature calls. I, I mean, I got, I've worked. I got, listen, In fact, I need another water. Anthony, can you throw me a cold water, please? Shout out to <laughs> my. dehydrated out here. Shout out to I, my intestines. Can they I don't go that though? way. Like, we, do yeah. have, we do have one thing. We, we'll skip, I just want to say one more thing. Yeah, please. We'll never know if that's ever happened again or, or it, uh, it, uh, if there's ever ha been another instance of a guy calling an inning of baseball at any level on the job. The reason we'll never know that, because if there was anybody that they ever had to do it. that, they would never be as secure in their self as Bull is Thank in you. him. Thank you. To be able to talk about that and let everybody laugh. It's funny. It is funny. It's funny. And that's one of oh your my best God. qualities. For Thank you so very much. God, don't ever change. We're going to run don't through, ever I think, I think really quick because it leads us right into J.B. Bickerstaff. Okay. And mm. I do want to have that conversation. So we're going to do this quickly. explain I think, I think? So I'll give you I think, I think. If you guys want to comment on it real, real quick, we can. If not, we're going to run through these really quickly. You okay. ready? Yep. My first, I think, I think NBA edition is the Sacramento Kings are fool's gold. They're currently third in the West. They lead the NBA in points per game. They're third in point differential, which wow. is kind of shocking. They don't lose at home. They have six players averaging at least 12 points. They play no defense. First time in the playoffs. I have, none of their guys have playoff experience outside yeah. of Harrison Barnes. I'm just not buying them long term. Yeah, I don't. I think you're wrong. I, 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 I with you, for about the first 30 games of the season, I'm like, yeah, they're starting hot. They're, you know, whatever. They're gonna, they're gonna go south. I think the way the West is built, uh, why not the Kings out West? I, it's not like they're in the East and you got four mm. juggernauts to get past. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if they may. I don't think they're gonna win. They're not gonna win the NBA championship. But I think they could win the West. I do. Okay. Uh, uh, you quick, think, we're going to run through these quick. So. You yeah. think they could win the West? No. No, I th they can't I th win the West. Yeah, they I'm telling you. West. I don't see, see it out. only because in basketball more than any other sport, teams got to take their steps usually. There's usually a progression. Yeah. But and the so, West is so weird, Bull. That's true. Like it's in, in I, most I just, years, I, gonna be, I'm not going to be a phony. I don't know much about the Kings. I haven't. I don't know that I've watched them play at you, all. You automatically dismiss. No, they're not going to win. They're not going to win the West. I think well, they they could play Golden State in the first round is the issue with how Golden State's just taking the because they're the three seed right now so they're gonna play the so six. Gold, Golden State yeah they could oh, that's I mean, and I'm just not I, I just think the Nuggets what's their record in head to head against Golden State this year uh, I don't have it off the top of my head I can look it up in a second because you know they've I'll long considered themselves the step children of that area you know they got a nice squad. No, they they're do have a nice fun. Squad. Like, they're a lot of fun to watch. I just don't think they're ready I was ready pissed this when year. they beat the Cavs earlier this year. I'm like, they, we should not lose to this team. But then they kept winning, and I kept watching what they were doing and looking at what they're doing. And I'm like, God, you know what? That doesn't look like such a bad – we've got a lot worse losses. Yeah. yeah. Golden State is 2-0 and against the Kings. Yeah. So, close to I don't know. The King, I, good for the Kings. They've been such a crappy franchise yeah. for so yeah. long. Okay. All right, number two. Based on this year and this year alone, Shai Gilders-Alexander – 
in Oklahoma City is a top 10 player in the league, maybe even higher. I'm going to show you a list real quick. Mike, take the next graphic, 124. Here's a list of every player in NBA history to average 30 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 1.5 steals, and 1 block per game for an entire season. Michael Jordan and what Shea Gilgis-Alexander is doing God, he's only right the second now. player ever to do that? Now, it's halfway through a season. It's not a full season yet, but if he finishes with his current pace, he'd be the second player ever to put up that stat line behind the one and only Michael It's Jordan. hard to disagree with what you I, just I, said. I, no, no, I could disagree. He had a great year last year, too, Mike. Uh, not, that's, he's not very, like very this. good, but this year he's taking his he's step taking game to step. another yeah. level, yeah. and but, he's right in the conversation with Donovan Mitchell for that. Like, did no, we ever put Kyrie on when the Cavs were terrible? No. Did we put Kyrie on a top ten list? I no. mean, that's the equivalent, right? Let, it is kind of the equivalent because, you know, it's it's stat catching on a bad team. Right. It's but exceptional stats. Bad, no, but they're not they're not a difference-making team. And True. so, you know, it's like we go look at Kevin Love's numbers when he was in Minnesota. And right. If, you, if I didn't show you his name and I just showed you those numbers, you'd be like, oh, my God, this, this, right. th- this guy's unbelievable. Yeah. He's got to be the best player in the NBA right now, right? I, yeah. Now, with that being said, though, the over-under for Vegas on wins this year for Oklahoma City was 19 and a half. Yeah. They have 24 already. Yeah. So this He's, team is completely over. I, I guess you got to put them at least near the bottom of the no, top 10. No, no, McNuggets, you try to slide this in here. I'll give you 15 players better than him right now. This year, this, this year. Listen, you, you, who are your 15? Man, listen, I can give you Giannis. Yes. I can give you Luka. Yes. I can give you Embiid. I can yep. give you Tatum. Yep. I can, I can. Mitchell. Sti- Mitchell. Mitchell's Joker's better than Mitchell's him. Mitchell's not been better than Gilgis. Joker. He hasn't. J- Joker has. Joker. Uh, who else are we missing on this? Uh, uh, ja Morant. Eh, Morant's missed like 15 games. Hey, now you're getting into where. I think you could, you could certainly argue for him in the back end of the top 10 at this point. Yeah. <sighs> based on just this year. Yeah. Based on that list alone, there's a two, it's a two-person list. Now, I know he's got to do it for another 30 games. But based on that list alone, it's hard to keep him out of the top 10. Durant, Kyrie. He's been better than Kyrie. Not Durant. I don't uh, – we, we didn't even talk about Steph. He ain't played in a while, but, I mean, when you talk about top ten, everybody – No, he's back now. Everybody, back. Everybody's in the top ten until you start naming off five to six players. And, I by just, the way – I, I think I, he's in that nine, ten conversation. I'd put him over better than LeBron? this year. I'd put him over Kyrie this year. I'd over LeBron? Over, no, LeBron. LeBron's in the top ten as well. Uh, you see, he 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 You're running out of spots. Out of spots I, I have it nine or ten. Like you I can said. definitely yeah. make an argument for him yeah, in the you, bottom uh, of the top yeah. ten. He's right. having a We're gonna keep moving. We got. Yeah. It's we not move, an though. egregious. I no. like. I, Next I like thing, it. I'm confident on this one. But LeBron breaks Kareem's scoring record on February 9th I against Milwaukee on TNT. It's five games away. He only needs really three games at his current pace. I think he sits a game. I think he sits a second. Why game. Why you think he wants to do it with Giannis watching? With well, it's against Kareem. Yeah. Or it'll break Kareem's record, play for Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. On TNT, nationally televised game. Yeah. He'll get the entire ceremony with it, and it'll be in L.A. Yeah. at the quote-unquote crypto center, a.k.a. the Staples Center. Okay. I that crypto yeah, did you, ever, you, know did you guys think, like, I remember thinking Kareem's record was never going to get broken. Uh, listen, it was right? one of, I looked at that almost like I look at Nolan Ryan's strikeout record now. Right. Yeah. No one's going to break it. And uh, now but, he's going to break it. Like, he's gonna break it with, with plenty of games to, to go. Play. Like he's gonna he's gonna put it so far out of reach. He averaged a thirty this year. Where is he on the all time assist list? By the way, fourth. isn't he top he's, ten he's, there too? Did LeBron's we say, fourth. He just passed Steve Nash. I mean, he's fourth all time in assists. Do you know? It's absurd. These are stupid, stupid LeBron stats. Do you know that LeBron James had he's the he's the all time leading playoff leader in three point shots. 
He's only he's only he, he well, but that's because he's came in the league at 18 and he's always deep but, in the playoffs. But if you think about and the they group, didn't shoot threes back like in the Derek day, Jeter. But, but you and, would you would think Ray Allen, you would yeah. think Clay and Steph. Yeah, but look at the, this dude's longevity, around, guys. So. 20 years. And it, what's amazing is Kareem had one three pointer his entire career. That's nuts. Kareem First, doesn't get so, enough credit in the no, overall because goat debate. Kareem he does was not, counting yes. by two, and LeBron is counting by two and a half. Essentially, you know, yeah. He's the greatest. Even if it's two and a quarter, it's still a lot if, more. <laughs> if, if a man ends up the all-time leading rebounder in, in like, top one, two, three in assists and top 20 in rebounds. Where's he going to finish in assists, Mike? He's fourth. I, I think – I don't think he'd get to one. I'll look Is it up right Is he top now, 20 all-time in rebounds? Stock, stock, no one's Stockton's Stockton. number one. Not no one's getting Stockton, right? Yeah, because that's – but that's what John did. Like, yeah, that's think about 30, it. He's 32nd did. in rebounds, Bull. 32nd? So he'll end up at least in the top 30 in rebounds, top five in, in assists, and number one in scoring. Oh, and by the way, he'll be in top 10 in steals. He's already in the top 10 He's already steals. top 10 steals. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing. I mean, it's crazy. The uh, thing about you're LeBron. Going to go in a lab and build the perfect, the you absolute crazy perfect real quick? player, it's LeBron James. And he's still top 10. Bull. And he's almost 40. Boy, you want something crazy? Yeah. So he's played 20 years. Guess how many assists he's behind John Stockton for number one? Oh, like 4,000. Oh, not that damn near five thousand. Oh, John, John <laughs> Mark Jackson got a lot of assists too. I don't know how he got them. I just was. Sleep. I didn't know this. You ready for these numbers? John Stockton has fifteen thousand eight hundred and six assists. <laughs> Second is Jason Kidd, twelve thousand ninety one. He's got Jeez. almost four thousand more assists than anyone else that ever played. And the I game. think and then it goes like Mark Jackson, then Magic. No, it goes uh, Jason Kidd, Chris Paul, then LeBron. How many whole, how many steal? Oh, how many wow. uh, rebounds does LeBron have? Mikey. Total? Yeah. LeBron has 10,560 rebounds. And he, and he gets how many a year, roughly? Seven. Seven, seven, seven a game, game, so whatever. He's going to be top if 20 rebounds. 70 games, just give him 500 So what, what do you give him for his career? If he, if he has 10,500 now. Le- then LeBron that, will finish top get, 20. It gives him 500 a year, and that's about, you know. So what do you think? It's 12,000 rebounds? If he seven a game now and played 70 games a year, that'd be 490 rebounds a year. Okay. So roughly. So you want to think, yeah, maybe he gets another thousand, another fifteen hundred. Well, in his if he career? plays three more years, which I think that's kind of the number everybody's okay. thinking. So maybe twelve hundred. Give him another twelve hundred. All right, that so that put would put him, him at eleven thousand. That puts him around twenty, give or take around twenty all yeah, time. Number twenty is Patrick Ewing with eleven six oh seven. Yeah, so that put him in the, in that neighborhood. So he he's going to end up top twenty in rebounds. He's going to finish what third in assists maybe of all time. Number one in scoring, top ten in steals. I mean, what can he you? He has say? more rebounds than Kevin Garnett. He'll end up with almost more rebounds than Dwight Howard. He's got listen. He's got more rebounds than you ready for the names under him on this list? Like directly, these are the next ten under him: David Robinson, Hall of Famer; Man, Ben on. Wallace, Go ahead. Hall of Famer, which Go is a joke, ahead. but he's still Go Hall of Famer. Ben Wallace is in the Hall of Fame. Try C. Don't forget that. Try C. Uh, Tyson Chandler, Go. Dave Cohen's, Bill Lambeer. Otis Thorpe, DeAndre Jordan, Zach Randolph, Sean Marion, Johnny Kerr, Bob Lanier, Marcus Camby. Come on. Let's see those guys are are known for rebounds. This is what they do. Bob Lanier only gets boards. Marcus Camby, (laughs) DeAndre Jordan only gets boards. Just think if that's the only thing you do. Yeah. And and he's got more rebounds than them and more – bro, it's not even close. I mean, if he gets another 1,400 rebounds, he will pass Rodman. Oh, that's who cheap. was like? <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm who not went after about boards 
more aggressively than maybe anybody. Yeah. Like, he literally said, I don't care if I score a point. I'm here to get rebounds. And he's what? already the playoff leader. By the he's way, where is, Jordan, Chamberlain. where is Jordan on some of these lists? Yeah. Where is he on the scoring list? Where is he on uh, the rebounds? Scoring, he's, he's, I think he's third or fourth. Okay. Um, Rebounding? Not top 50. Mm-hmm. No, not top 100. And, and I'm not going to scroll down through all those to find Jordan. Sorry. Right. I don't blame you. By the way, Will Chamberlain had almost 24,000 rebounds Good in his career. Good Lord. Second See, place is Bill Russell with 21. He was playing. His physical domination was so jarring because the league had. Yeah, but they had Bill Russell. Taken. I know there were other guys, yeah. but most of your teams would roll out a six-nine guy yeah, yeah, to patrol yeah. the middle. Right, right, right. And well, look, that's what makes what Kareem did. Kareem had to deal with other big right. guys. Put right. it in context. We'll move on. I have Jordan's yeah. numbers. I don't know where it ranks all time, but he's fifth in scoring. As we mentioned, LeBron has. 8,000 uh, – no, LeBron has 10,560 total rebounds. Jordan had 6,672, so wow. he's got almost 4,000 more By rebounds By the time he's done, he might have two rebounds for every one that might uh, Honestly, and there's, an assist, there's, there's very little 5, argument for Jordan ahead of, uh, ahead of Magic, uh, LeBron all time. No, I mean, it's, it's just the two not, championships. Not it's when you start just, digging into these numbers. No, and I was someone who – does have more steals, though. M- for much of my steals. life, thought Michael Jordan was better. I would have said Michael Jordan number one until – I mean, Five six years ago, it's too. It's too. He's top ten in steals too. It's just. It's too daunting. Um, and then you look at his physical body of work. Like you look at just watching him play. I just had to get in the time machine and, and just look how great he was during the years of 07, 08, 09, 2010, Some of the Miami. Give him years. one other great player it's in those just, years, and he's got a lot more than four. I mean, he greatest team sport athlete you've ever seen. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Athlete? I mean, it's it's Tom Brady. Brady is the greatest team sport winner I've ever seen. I don't think his physical traits is better. No, I I don't really call Tom an athlete. No, well, forget the word athlete. Greatest at their sport. Uh, Greatest at their sport in a team sport. Yeah, Yeah, I would put put Brady one and LeBron two. See, I'd put LeBron ahead of Brady. Because I I think Aaron Rodgers has better physical traits. Like, if you say, hey – Throw the football, you'd be like, oh, I like well, this. Well, I think Patrick Mahomes is better physically. Yeah, he's better. Than than he's better than him, but he got a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but a pure passer, like the pure throwing motion. Patrick Mahomes ha- does not have the prototypical beautiful release. Best Tom baseball Brady's. player you've ever seen. Oh gosh, man, Barry Bonds. Really I don't care about the steroids. Dumb. It's Barry Bonds. That, see, see, to my, me, it's my, Ken Griffey Jr. My dad always yeah, talked about. Yeah, you know what? And Barry Bonds is right there. Oh no, and Barry. so is A Rod, even though I hate him. Mm, there is, there is. There's bonds because I was old enough to see. I'm gonna give it to Griffey because he's center field, and he, yeah. and he played it with such. I mean, and if he didn't get hurt, oh my god! Can you imagine if he took steroids? Now we don't know for sure he didn't, but I've always assumed he didn't. Conventional never got wisdom is he did not. Can you imagine if he had my god. the numbers he would have put up? Yeah. I mean, he used to hit home runs. He used to hit. There home was uh, and, and and for a ba- like we don't think of baseball players being great athletes. He was. But he was a superb athlete. He was. He. 
played center field. Yeah. I've never seen Mickey Mantle play center field. Sure. But when you talk to old writers and fans, they said that Mickey never dove for a ball because he never needed to. Right, right, right. I mean, well, I'm sure that's not the case. I mean, you know, he played it beautifully. But when I watched Ken Griffey Jr. play outfield, I watched. I enjoyed watching him play outfield as much as I did watching him hit. He I would mean, rob home runs all, all the time. time. All I mean, the time. as good as he was, you got to yeah. think, though, Bonds had a crazy arm. Jim Edmonds was a Bond, good Barry, B- Barry Bonds won multiple. I don't know how many gold gloves he got. He was still in. He was still in crazy bases when he was with the Pirates. Oh yeah, he, well, he was. He yeah, but Griffey did too when he was with Seattle. Yeah, but I, I, but Bonds. Well, he, the he best was, arm was was my favorite. Bonds did not have a great arm. No, he, he was a good fielder, he but he never had a great fielder. arm. He Andre Dawson had an amazing Dawson arm. I like Benny Ramirez. Mark Witten had a cannon. Mark, yeah, he could absolutely. Yeah. I remember watching him one time throw. Mark Witten caught the ball <laughs> flat-footed in right field and was not moving in. When I say flat-footed, I mean he didn't get. You know, a lot of times guys will set up the crow hop while they're catching the ball. He couldn't do that because he was still backpedaling. So he was flat-footed, threw it from where he stood in right field to third base on a perfect line, didn't hit the ground, got the runner, and the runner was so stunned, he looked around like, what what happened? When he saw the ump call him out, he was like, that's impossible. For my, my dad always says Roberto Clemente was the best. Ooh, yeah, wow. he's before my time. Clemente, Everybody loved that. Yeah, Willie Mays, well. obviously. Yeah, but Willie yeah, Mays, yeah. Yeah, they'll it's just something before the before your time people is, is kind of messed up because when steroids happened, it was almost like it put those dudes in another And now we're asking the question that Bull asked. I, we don't think Griffey was on steroids. Right, right. you we never don't know. Think Jim Tomey was on steroids. Right, right. We don't think, but if you played in the nineties and you were a superstar, yeah, who knows? We're left to guess. I always assumed because Griffey was just naturally big, he his bar, body fell apart. Which yeah, makes me think he didn't take the steroids. Yeah, right. Because right. he had that first year in Cincinnati that he was still great, and then he could n- never stay healthy after that. He got that. hurt running the first base. Yeah. And so I'm like, if he was using steroids, he probably wouldn't have gotten hurt that much. Um, are we going to just – We're going we're gonna to table J.B. Bickerstaff. Okay. And yeah. we'll wait for Jason Sorry. to come in. Jason, Jason's yeah. a big part of that. I do have two more we're going to do real, real, real quick. Okay. Yeah. One of them leads into Bickerstaff, but we won't. Uh, I think the trade deadline is going to be a dud. I don't think we see any major moves. So many teams want upgrades, but there's just not a lot of pieces out there. I'd be shocked if the Cavs make anything. And there's so many te- – I think the problem with the trade deadline is there's so many teams that are in it. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot there of used sellers. used to be defined sellers, defined not buyers. And this year, you start looking below the five line, yeah. and you're like, whoa, 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 they're in it. And, and so, as you said, in the West, is so many, it's so wide open yeah. that even if you're like the seven, eight, nine seed, you think maybe we can win. I don't know. The yeah. Timberwolves were the fifth seed no. three days ago. They're the 10th seed in the West. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They yeah. lost two games and dropped five spots. That's how wide open it is. So I, I put it on Twitter yesterday. The Cavs are not going to make a move. So if you want them to make a move, just be ready to be disappointed. I'm Nothing significant. Right no, they're not, I don't, I, I don't right think now. they're going to make it. It might do something minor, maybe. And then last, this was going to lead us into Bickerstaff. I do think the Cavs are in a bit of trouble. They started the season 8-1. Yeah. and one. They're 23-21 and 21 since. Yeah, That's a 500 trouble. team. They're 9-11 and 11 since Christmas. And they do not win games on the road. And they at some point, not. it's going to come back and to And they lose the yeah. bad teams at home. So we're going to get into that more that. with Jason, they're not with Brad later. They're not with no series. No, my, my statement yesterday was, I, just, I said it in the text, a group text chat uh, watching the game two nights ago. They, uh, my fear is, and it's going to stunt the growth of this team, they're going to get one playoff series this year. Mm, yep. They're not going to win a playoff well, series. Well, JV's going to get fired if they lose in the first round. And, and ultimately, that was my next take. Yeah. He's not the right guy for this yeah, team. Which I mean, is what we're going to get, and we'll yeah. save that for Jason yeah, yeah, yeah. when he's in. All right, uh, let's do final, final takes. takes, though. I know, Bull, you're back. 
Jay, you had a final take you wanted to do. G, you want to shout someone out. Yeah. G, you want to start. Go, we don't have a lot of time, so you yeah. can skip me. It's all right. I, no, no, I ranted. No, no, I got, no, no, I got no. time. This is this easy. Um, final take today, man. You know, sad, uh, sad, uh, you know, up, things happen. And Cleve Bryant, uh, who's Stark County, um, Ohio University, he, he was played probably for the best team in Ohio University, Bobcats history, 1968, was the quarterback of that team. Um, has Glenville or say Glenwood, Cleveland Glenwood roots. Um, he passed away of cancer. So, um, you know, kind of re- really sad for him. Uh, he spent a lot of years down at the University of Texas uh, with, with Mac Brown. Um, you know, he was just, you know, you got to think about it. When you talk about black quarterbacks, you want to talk about pioneers, black quarterbacks, way back then in the 1960s, he did it. Talk about black head coaches. He was way back in the 80s he was a head coach at Ohio University um and and so he's he's a big part of Stark County big part of uh you know college football where I my stumping grounds so uh shout out to his family and condolences out to his family uh OU legend Stark County legend Cleve Bryant added a lot to the game and he's one of the reasons why African-American coaches and quarterbacks have had an opportunity to do what they do so um you know condolences to his family I don't know how much you guys talked about it yesterday. I'll do it real quick. Uh, John Adams, of course, of course, the the soundtrack of the Cleveland Indians, and you know, uh, for for what five decades, what passed away. He, for those who don't know, I'm sure I don't have to tell you. I'm sure 99 of our listeners know. But John was the guy who would sit at the the tribe games and hit the drum, boom, 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 and it was something that was iconic for Cleveland. One of the most iconic things about going to a sporting event in Cleveland. Hey, John missed, I believe, before the pandemic. I think he only missed 42 home games in like 48 years, something like that. Yep, you it got was, it. It's just mind-blowing. Uh, I met him once. He was extremely nice. Everybody that met this guy has a nice story of an interaction with him. The, 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 it was trending on Twitter. A fan, like, and it's unbelievable. He'll be missed at the ballpark. Condolences to his family. Well said. Yeah, um, those numbers are <laughs> insane. Because yeah. for most of those years, in the 70s and 80s, awful. they had 100 losses and they were out of it by 4th of July. And 100 Yet fans in the stadium. He <laughs> would drag that drum to a game on September 19th, maybe a night game, where yeah. it was 44 degrees, and there were 6,000 people at the old municipal stadium, and there he was, Old Faithful. Every game I think about going to, I, that, I that sound is in my head. Absolutely. Um Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. And you're probably wondering, that's kind of random. Why are we talking about that now? It's because one of the all-time great hitters of the baseball also now has come out and said it's hypocritical that Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame. Rod Carew made some comments yesterday Mm. where he said, I'm sorry, Major League Baseball now will have a sports book inside Great American Ballpark or right next to it, because baseball has rules about it being like on the property. They're going to allow sports betting. They've embraced sports betting. They're now going to make tens of millions of dollars annually on sports betting. And they're keeping a guy out of the Hall of Fame who there's never been a shred of evidence that he threw a game, that he compromised his team, that he bet against his team to win. I know you can say, well, if you bet enough, and you don't bet some days for your team to win, you're kind of telling bookies you think your team's going to lose tonight because you're not betting. I understand that logic. I've met Pete Rose. I've talked to dozens of players that were either teammates or played against Pete Rose. They all tell me the same thing. 
This man wanted to win so badly, he, for all intents and purposes, ended the career of a player he was partying with the night before in the 12th inning of an All-Star game. And Cleveland fans that are old enough to know will remember that that player was Ray Fossey. He collided with Ray Fossey at home plate so bad that he wanted to win an All-Star game. It didn't mean anything. That's how bad Pete Rose wanted to lose. The man never compromised his team when he was managing the Reds or playing. Put him in the Hall of Fame. The object of every hitter that's ever played the game is to get a base hit. And by that standard, no one was more successful than Pete Rose. I think Rod Carew got it exactly right. I have some I have thoughts on this. Okay. I actually disagree with Rod Carew's premise. However, I agree that Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. It's not the writer's fault, though. They're not allowed to vote for him. No, the guy's got to go into the veterans It's absurd now. that Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame. Now, I have no sympathy for him. I do believe he did compromise the team because if you bet on the team, I... then you manage differently and you maybe use a pitcher more and you wouldn't use him in another game. So... But ultimately, he should get in based on his career. It's ridiculous. I think the steroid guy should be in, too. I'd have higher standards for those guys. Yeah. If a guy's borderline is a steroid like guy. Clemens Bonds, yes. Sosa, Sosa, no. See, I would still vote for Sosa. I, I would. Think I would vote for Sosa for Paul McGuire. Palmero. Uh, he, he, I'm Paul saying like, had a career. Like, to me, Andy Pettit's not a Hall of Famer because he's a borderline Hall of Famer to begin with. Right. And he took steroids, so he's out. Um, but uh, Pete Rose should be in. But he's been his own worst enemy. He hasn't helped himself. He, he, he really has. Here's my biggest fear. Yeah. It, it, it probably means more to yeah. Pete than anybody in the hall or waiting to get in. It does mean a lot. Put but him in. What, it's what, stupid. Here's what sucks. You know when they're going to do it? When, when he's he dead. Dies. When he announced that he's got cancer yep. in three months. Right, right. Right. And we'll have to there watch an 85-pound There are some, some of his, including his teammates, that don't want him in. Johnny Bench. Yeah. There you go. Tomorrow, by the way, guys, it is the Viewer's Choice show. We have... Jake Trotter coming in. Outside of that, it is all your topics. We've had over 50 submitted so far. If you want to get yours in, DM me on Twitter. Love this. No politics, no religion, anything else is on the table. We will answer all your ridiculous questions. Send them in, and let's have a blast. And please stop emailing me at WKYC. <laughs> at no point did we ever say that that was an option. No. It, okay. Okay. I can't even go through my email anymore. Well, send them my way. No. Yes. That's, I, how, no, that's how right, popular no, we you are. You have to DM me on Twitter. At Mike Lucas TV. Oh you have God. to DM him to me. <laughs> that I'm like, what is going on? Why strange. am I getting all these emails? No, I, I never know. said to email I know, Jay. and neither did I. But no. Somehow, so email us. Don't email Jay. I'm going to block his email. I won't, he don't even know how to get into it later for work stuff email me dm me on twitter do whatever you gotta do but we want your topics tomorrow we'll have a blast we'll see you then yeah they, they- <laughs>